going on guys this is the third podcast for pine straw um today we're going to be talking about the memorial tournament i've got my good friend and brother here sidekick. max and sidekick max yeah, is here the sidekick. we're going to be talking about our picks you know what what we expect to see this week and uh hopefully we get some of these right very excited for the memorial so we put a lot of thought into these picks um I'm more I, I'm more confident that I'm going to be right now than I was last week, and I was pretty confident last week with the Gary Woodland top five. I'm excited to see how our picks perform. So today we're just going to be it's going to be a little bit shorter of a podcast, I think. Um, just picks uh, there. I mean, there's really not there wasn't too much, too much going not, on. Too much to discuss. I mean, so we, we don't want to draw that it out. Been, so we know everyone's been complaining on all the other podcasts about how. The PGA Tour has not been doing a good job or didn't do a good job on Sunday of showing the coverage. But they look, did. You, you could have found it. You could have found the coverage if you're a true golf fan. They just are fake fans, and they are they just do it all for media, um, and they're they're lame. I mean, we're not going to complain about the same thing because y'all have already heard everything yeah, about that. Yeah, and we already talked about it. And, and since, if you heard you know, us first, then you would have heard that yeah, we talked about it you first. See, you so. see, if you're a loyal fan of the Pine Straw Pod, you, you follow our Twitter and yeah. you were just you see that at like nine a.m. Sunday morning, I I tweeted about it as soon as it came up. It was only a few hours later until like foreplay and those other golf media companies started like no 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 no. Well, it's, give, the, give credit know, where it's due. Foreplay I am is, the guy with the info around. Foreplay is great for the casual fan, you know, but sometimes you just want more. And you know, Riggs's takes hey, are just. We're, we're not we're not taking any digs at anybody, but we made our own podcast because we know we think that we can do it. Okay, um, obviously it's not that hard. Yeah, it's oh yeah, this is really easy. Um, so let's get into the picks. I mean, not dilly dally around it. It's the same course that he played last week. Yeah, we don't faster to... greens, tougher rough, but it's the same place. Yeah, I think it's a little bit. You think I? You think that it'll play to an advantage for the guys that played last week or that took the week uh, off last week? I think that the guys who took the week off are going to be an advantage, just because you're taking it off to prepare. You're thinking, okay, I can I can prepare for this tournament in a better way than playing the course, getting a week of extra practice rounds. Like I bet the guys who took the week off are going to be fresh and swinging smooth. You know, one thing that I would it didn't like go into my picks. Oh yeah, it did. But it didn't. I mean, it 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 did a little bit, but I don't think that it. I wasn't. Changed, it would have changed any of my picks either. No, it didn't change. One thing that I would like to see, and I I will address it in a later podcast, but it's a good question, so I got to say it, or else I'll forget. I wonder if more winners on the PGA Tour this season and like last season did they play the week prior or did they take the week off prior? You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure we could that, figure but that the out. The thing is, we could, but. But I mean, they've got to play every week to make money, so I'm sure that yeah. it would be more yeah. like more guys of victory. I, but I wonder if it's a substantial amount of guys that have taken the week off before they win, especially when it comes to a big tournament like yeah. like this, um, biggest tournament in months. Yeah, no, already it, it has no tee times definitely, uh, and it will be until they play the until they play the PGA, yeah, which yeah. is in less than a month. So exciting! It's coming up quick. Um, yeah, so would you, want, you like to, you can lead off. Yeah, I'll lead off. Hang on, let me get my picks here. Um, let's see. So, oh, we've got my Max's picks. We've got Sam's picks. Yes. We've got Sparker's picks. The uh, He's, He uh, he just sent us in just some sent of his, us picks. In his picks. And then we've also got the random number generator. Yes, as we talked about on our last uh, the simulator. Our last episode, we, <laughs> we just did some random number generators to see, you know, how... How good is the computer at predicting this stuff? So, 
So we'll see. We'll see how that goes after the week is over. We can't really debate the picks of the random number generator because they're not opinion based. But but we already did. We already did them. They were pretty good. Yeah, we yeah they they. I didn't have any of the same ones either. Neither did I. So Um, we'll see. Um, My pick to win was is Rory. I think that Rory's gonna win this week. I think that my my thought process isn't. It's almost like he's had the week off and he's had plenty of time to prepare. But also, like, what, what's been in the news all the time? Like, it, you, before quarantine and everything, it was like, Rory's been on this hot streak of, like, top fives. Like, he's the best player in the world by far. Like, Rory's amazing. Everything about Rory. Now it's about, you know, Bryson. Oh, it's about oh, Matt Wolf and, and Colin Morikawa. And, True. And Colin Morikawa. Are you worried? Are you worried that come Sunday he might be out of it? Because that's I, always the the stick against him. What do you mean, come Sunday, he might... Well, come because Sunday, he's usually in it. He's usually in it, but he, he falls out of it on Sunday. That's... Uh, yeah, but there's... You know, like... You, you've got to be there to have a chance to close. And he'll be there. And he'll be there. I, and I think that... And I think that he is going to... I, I think that there's going to be a week where he comes through. You know, he realizes the, like, severity of the stage, and he's, he's tired of everyone almost forgetting about him. No one forgot about him, but it's like, I mean, he's the best player in the world for a reason. He hasn't, last start, he had a uh, tied 11th at the Travelers. True. And and that's what, is that not And good? he played, I mean, people said, like, Mediocre. oh, he didn't play that well. Yeah. yeah. It was probably his worst event. Yeah. In, in 2020, he, and he looked like it was his worst event. He didn't, he wasn't very sharp, but I mean. I think he's going to, it could be one of those weeks, yeah. like, like the, uh, the players last year where it's. It's just he, he doesn't even look like he's he doesn't look like he's playing fantastic at all, but he's just playing good, and he just yes. and he you know he could shoot sixteen under sixteen under should win yeah. this week. Just hit he, it to twenty feet every time and yeah. make a third of the putts. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I think that if he gets the putter working, then yeah, he's got no no reason not to win. Um, I know that you have to shape the ball. I know I heard him talking about this last week. They always talk about how you really need to shape the ball left to right in this course and I mean obviously you can shape it either way so I I think he'll do just fine I mean I don't think I don't think the number one player in the world is gonna play bad I, that would be stupid if I, it's not assume. a very hot it's not a very hot take but no but I like we're it. saying, safe, we're saying I'm, gonna, pick. I'm saying the podcast right I'm going to put my money on this like I'm putting my money on Rory this week Rory this week there's just no way um, there's no other person that I could that I think, think has a better chance I know this is kind of a Alluding to one of the things we're going to talk about later, do you think that the grouping, the pairing of him, Bryson, and Brooks could be a problem? Him, Bryson, and Brooks? No, it's not him, Bryson, and Brooks. Him, it's Brooks, him, and Tiger. Brooks, and Tiger, yes. yes, uh, yes. I, I really think that it'll actually help, help him because without the crowds there, I feel like most of the players on tour have a tough time it's it's harder to focus when it's like just you and the other guys. I feel like with with the fans there, they almost are like trying to. They have to focus. They have to focus, so they and do. they can't pay attention to the fans. But if you're going up against like Tiger and Brooks Kepka, you kind of you don't really have a choice. Like he's thinking like they're going to be locked in. I better be just as locked in as them. So I think it plays to his advantage. So okay. who's your who's your pick to win? Um. My pick to win is actually from the same group. It is Tiger Woods. Oh, wow. I'm not the biggest Tiger fan. 
Um, I mean, I obviously like him. Who doesn't like Tiger? But, like, he's had, like, five months off. He hasn't played since February at the Genesis. He's had so much time to prepare. He's talking about how this is the healthiest, like, he's ever felt. And he's won here five times. He can shape the ball any way he wants. To me, it's kind of like your Rory pick. I think it's a safe pick. If the putter gets hot, he could win. If not, it's probably at worst a T20. That's why I'm picking Tiger. I I mean, like, he... Even without the crowd there, he's going to have that gravitational pull to him. Yeah. Like, I, the cameras... Yeah, like, I understand. The Spot, ball... He's going to have even... I think he's going to have even more of a spotlight this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean... And wouldn't it be talking for him to win his 83rd at Giants Place? Yeah. Yes. Um, I will say, you hear about, like, Jordan Speed talking to his ball, you know, oh, it listened, or whatever. Pretty fucking stupid, right? Tiger is the only guy who has that sort of gravitational pull, you know, where he can... It's almost like the ball listens to him. It's just because everyone loves Tiger. I feel like this tournament, biggest tournament since we got back... Best field in the history of a PGA Tour event. I totally could see it happening. Yeah. I could totally see. I could see it happening. It, it seems like the perfect, unique situation. There's no fans and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, my when I when it came down to it for me, because I was actually considering picking Tiger, like, because you know, it's just. I'm glad you didn't, because then it would have been a little. It would have been. It would have been a little bit more boring for us to talk. But I was considering it. But what made me say no I'm gonna take Rory is that Tiger hasn't played without the fans there. I feel like he's I mean he I did play like, in the the match with Tom Yeah Brady but and, that that's not a competitive golf tournament. It's I think it's a lot different. I'm okay. just I'm just thinking it's his first one back. Like there's like there's no guarantee that he he do, he hasn't done it before. And this is like the only thing he's but experienced. But he has at. done it before. No, this he is has. the only thing he's not experienced at is playing with no fans there, at a professional golf tournament. That would scare me if it were. Like, do you think he'll play better without? I think he plays really well because of the fans. I think that the fact that there aren't fans there is going to hurt him. I agree because he feeds off them more than any other player. But if anyone could do it, oh, it'd be anyone, him. Yeah, like I was. I don't know. I just I gotta see it to believe it. Maybe if he wins this week, maybe I'll pick him next week. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll 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 put a Sparkers. Sparkers pick. pick. Um, so Sparkers' win was Webb Simpson. Uh, personally, I hate this pick to win. God, this is just... uh, maybe it's just because it's Sparkers. It's not. I don't. I don't hate like the pick. I don't hate the pick. I just think that I just think that uh, Webb doesn't have the like pizzazz firepower to where I would want to pick him as my winner. Like, there's nothing, like... And every time he wins, he looks like he plays so great. But there's nothing that when I see him playing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to remember to pick him to win. One thing I will say, if you look at the previous winners of the Memorial, guys like Justin Rose, a guy like... Jason Duffer. Jason... Not Jason Duffer. I'm thinking, like, Patrick Cantley. Mark Leishman won, didn't he? I don't think he did. Or he won the API. Um... But God, like it seems like the people who win the memorial have have an aura of class about yeah. them. William Maybe it's McGirt. because they win. William McGirt. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> they do. I'm serious. It seems like they kind of do. In oh, I oh, will. He's a classy guy. Webb Simpson's a classy guy. Yeah, and I'm, kind of I will say. I think. The, I think Webb is a classy guy. I could see Webb winning. I just think he won what three weeks ago. Yeah, honestly, I I like the the stats say yes, but my mind is telling me it's no like how because Morikawa, he just won. Yeah, same with yeah. more because I literally I was gonna pick Morikawa to be my win. That's him and Tiger. I was debating between both of them, but. The whole time in my head, I'm thinking he can't win back to back. There's no, yeah. There's he just can't. same same exact place. Like, come on. There's no way. And and that's not fun. It's not fun to say, oh yeah, he's gonna win again at the right. same place. Like, it's fun to talk about Rory winning or Tiger winning, but like, I don't think that many people want Colin Morikawa to win this week just because it's. But like, no one would be unhappy. No one would be unhappy, but it's like we want to see some like action. We want to see someone win that like. Like Tiger, you know, like oh, they, yeah. they want to see something new. Um, all right, so all in all, I'd give that it, the pick was okay. No, I think the pick is good. I think the pick is good. I just wouldn't have, I mean, I wouldn't have picked it clearly because I did. There's one of the names, like be, like I said, because he won, I just kind of skip over in my head. Yeah, um, I would say I'm the same. Um, so he is, but he what is. What are his odds? 25 to 1. To one. Not bad. So, yeah, same um, as Tiger. So our our random number generator picked Jason Day. Um obviously we don't we're not gonna discuss that at all because there's no thought behind it, but we will obviously see how it holds up in the next episode. Right? Yeah, I mean I know random number generator might have known something we didn't. I know that this is Jason Day's home course. Um so it yeah, is. this is a smart this is a smart little uh program. This, it is a smart running. program. Uh so yeah, next one um is what? Sleeper. Top. Okay, we'll do sleeper. Uh, I'll start. Okay, yeah. Because you started last time. Yeah, sounds good. Um, taking Mark Hubbard. Okay. Um, I don't even know what his odds are. I think they're one twenty-five. But um, one fifty. I got a few reasons for picking him. Let me pull this up real fast. He is. Oh, jeez, he's not. He's two fifty to one. Yeah, that, that is a right. sleeper. Okay, so. Okay, so he withdrew last week, but if you look, other than withdrawing last week, he made five cuts in a row, and honestly, I feel like we've seen him play well and be at the top of the leaderboard in in a few events recently. I know, yeah, we saw him at the Honda, Waste Management, and Rocket Mortgage are the three I'm definitely thinking about, and I actually have a guy with those caliber of that caliber of uh, finishes at those courses, I mean, if that was if that was a guy who's top 50 in the world, I think that his odds would be so much better. I think that people just haven't heard the name and they're scared to give him a chance, but I think that this guy... I know that his odds have been up there in the past few weeks. He'd been, I'd seen him at 125 to 1. Yeah, but um, I think I mean, even like one, 100 to 1. But one thing I will say we're looking at is uh, OWGR, like his profile right now. The, uh, the courses that he has withdrawn or miscut, look, he, with, he withdrew from Workday Charity at like pretty much at the Memorial, mm-hmm. right? Missed the cut at the Arnold Palmer. Missed the cut at Pebble. Missed the... Well, missed the cut in Hawaii. But 
like those are withdrawn miscuts at the most famous courses, right? I will say he, the, the Honda... he has performed better well at the small tournaments. This seems like too big of a tur- looking at his track record. This it I wouldn't think okay. That he would play we're well. looking at it again right now. Tied ninth at the waste management, pretty big tournament I'd say. Uh, tied eleventh at the Honda. Another big tournament. If he, the Hondas, I think the Hondas, Hondas bigger than waste management. I think that's a tougher strength. Of, it is. It's a definitely a tougher course. But the tougher, saying, toughest strength of field, the the toughest, the toughest two on there are, eighteen t Pebble Beach, and, uh, API, and then probably Honda and then waste management. So, okay. Well, in the I ones that are the strongest field, think, he hasn't. Okay, performed. I don't think. That the AT and T Pebble Beach. I know we're getting a little off topic. I don't think that's that hard of an event because it's a pro am, and I know that they have to make it fun for all the celebrities to play. And the field is never that good, so I don't know. Hey, but, Ted Potter Jr. Ted Potter Jr. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on the boy. Uh, no, right, I understand. I just, who's your sleeper? My sleeper is Sergio. Really? Uh, yeah. I I don't know why. Uh, or well, I do know why. He, if you look at his, if you look up his uh, profile, he played, he's, like, I feel like pretty quietly played decent recently. Finished like, fifth at the, the Heritage. Yeah, fifth at the Heritage. Sixth in Saudi. Sixth in Saudi Arabia. Um, eighth in Abu, Abu, Abu Dhabi. But you got a Miss Cub. Miss cut, sorry. Miss cut at the Charles Schwab. That's that's fine. And then he missed a cut back in 2019. But he has, I feel like he's been playing a lot better. I know that at the Heritage, he kind of made like a Sunday push, or maybe it was like a Saturday push from making the cut pretty close to the number. And he's been playing pretty decent golf. Also delivered ice the other day to uh, Spanish Oaks, which is his home course. So I felt like I had to give him a little bit of love somewhere on the pod. He came in at 70-1, to 1 and I figured that that was good enough for sleeper pick. I, I mean, he was never going to be... He's not going to be a long shot to top 10. But I think that... I think that he could do it. I think that he's got the kind of, uh, you know, big game... You think like, You think Sergio's a big game hunter? Yeah. I think he could be. I, think, yeah, I mean, you know, he won the players. He's won the Masters. He's won... Was like he plenty of yeah, he's won. Oh players. my god, he has won the players. I'm he's won idiot. plenty of like big events on the European tour. Look, he and he's won. How many times has he won in the past year? Was that from that's from two thousand? Last year he's won. He once. won once last year. He won twice in two thousand eighteen. Three three times in two thousand seventeen. I think I think he's. I'm I'm not gonna say he's due for a win, because like but the there form, aren't a lot of guys the form that are isn't due for a win. But. You're but saying he, the form isn't telling you that it's that a bad pick. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that he's a good pick. Okay, I have not been talking. I have not been paying attention to Sergio at all. Um, I don't think that he has the. You, you remember how I said everyone has that sort of sort of charisma and professional professionalism who wins at the memorial. Yeah. I feel like you have to be very disciplined. I don't think Sergio is very just disciplined. like Jason Duffner and William McGirt. Look, and there, are exception, there are exceptions to every rule. I think I think Bryson DeChambeau used to be. I don't like well, just because he's just because he's muscular. Means no, just because now now like the driver is too much of an. He's image. always had a chip on his shoulder, but I don't think he used to play. I think he played very punctual, smart golf before, and now 
he's realizing, okay, I have this weapon like the driver, I have to use it. I mean, the golf world would, I don't think the golf world would be ecstatic if Sergio won. Because they're, it's not because people hate Sergio, it's it because there are so fit. many better yeah. stories than Sergio Garcia to win a, win this tournament. Yeah, but that is, that is my sleeper. Um, do you want to say the, the, yeah, uh, random number generator sleeper is, uh, JT Poston. Again, we will discuss it on, uh, Sunday. Yeah, hopefully that works out, um. I think JT came in at one fifty to one. Uh, love the name JT. I think we it's, do. I think it's a decent pick. Uh, let's see. Um, and then Sparker's pick was Doc, the boy Doc, Ooh. Doc Redman. So uh, I know. I, I mean, know we you, like that y'all pick. Can, y'all we can, like y'all that can, pick. Y'all can definitely tell by just listening to Sam and I that we we like kids. Um, but Doc is a Doc is clear Doc cut number is a, two. Clear cut second for us favorite golfers. Doc's the man. Um, a you know. We we like he's the boy. He's the boy. No, he so is. He's he's a good he's a good guy. I actually saw that he was on a podcast the other day. Um, oh, with who? With Taj Boyd, the old Clemson oh the old Clemson. Well, he went to Clemson. He did. Yeah, being so Tiger that's, fan. We so don't like he, that. I know you don't like it. I don't really care. But the. Uh, but he was on that podcast talking with Taj about like Clemson football and you know what they think about everything. So, I do have a little. I have had a little bit of a, a of Doc in my life recently. So, okay. uh, I like the pick. I think the Doc played. Um, what played was it at the Travelers? He started off tied first. I mean, he's been him playing and good. Him. Oh, him, him and Kiz led the Rocket Mortgage. Oh, was together. it the Rocket Mortgage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember my only two starred guys. Yeah. Him, one and, one. and then it was them two and someone else that I can't remember. But on a, in a, on an entirely objective note, I want I Doc's got to get it done. He's gonna get. He's got to break through. You know, get a win. And I don't this, think this is a place. This is for a, it. This would be a huge place for his first win. It would be. I don't think I could see him contending this week. I could to like if you told me Doc Redman's gonna top five. I would believe you, 100%. But if you told me that Doc Redman was going to win, I would not believe you. Just because I don't think... He can't make any He hasn't strung enough... He hasn't strung enough good... Good performances recently together to where I think that it elicits... Yeah. That. I mean... Yeah, but I mean, that's what a sleeper is. Like, right, I would I would be a lot more comfortable with putting him as my, my long shot to top 10. Only because with sleeper, you're you're betting on the fact that he's got a shot to win. And I I just, like, this would be a huge place to win your first tournament. Yeah. And I just, as much as I want to see him win it, because I really like him, I don't know how close to possible that is. Um so yeah. Next, your top ten. Next, my yeah, my long shot is Danny Willett. So I think he came in at one seventy to one. Uh, he has been. Oh look, while well, we're looking at Sergio Sergio's OWGR profile, picture of Danny, Danny Willett's Danny. It's the picture of Danny Willett putting the green jacket on him. But yeah, I think that Danny Willett's been playing a lot better recently. Uh, I know that he shook off that like two and a half year slump and I don't know I I it's one of those things like we said last like we said last week before we made our picks you know when you like a guy and you want to see him play well if he's if he's at 170 to one and he's like shown everyone that he is can be can put together four days 
and win a huge tournament. Yeah, because everyone always talks about Jordan Spieth losing that Masters. No, no Danny, no, Will- Danny won, won, that. Won, that, won that that tournament. Um, and I, I mean, like, there is no, and he's been playing perfect. He's been playing fine golf. He hasn't been m- missing a bunch of cuts. I looked up his like track record today. He's been, he's been playing fine. So I didn't don't... I pick him? Did I pick him? What? Like two weeks ago. What do you mean two weeks I thought ago? I, I thought I told Look, you I think Danny He finished tied fourth well. in Rocket Mortgage. I mean, he missed a few cuts before that. But also, like, tied fourth, three missed cuts, tied 18th, tied 42nd, missed cut, tied 43rd, missed cut, fifth. So, I mean, he's very up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he just came off a strong performance at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And even though he missed those cuts before it, he took the week off last week. He's been practicing, or he's got to be practicing. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And I don't know. I want to see him play well, and I think that he... He's got a shot. I think that he's got a good shot. Is Lee Westwood ranked 34th in the world? Yeah, Did I just was, see that? I don't... 34th sounds a little low to me. Oh, yeah, 34th. I thought he was like 30th he, a few weeks Did he ago. win? Did he win? He won stuff? some event uh, on the European Tour before Corona. Yeah, he won the Abu Dhabi. Uh, so, and then 4th at the Honda always helps um, but yeah, he hasn't played. He's not playing until right, the well, European Tour. Sorry, divisions. I just got distracted by that. But um, my uh, long shot to top ten is uh, Sepp Straka. Okay. He played well last week. He played well the week before, and his odds were still good. So I'm picking him. Hey, that was that was all the thought process that went into it. Yeah, all you need is a lining long shot. All you want is a top ten. So. Yeah. Um, um, I think he can do it. I could totally see him. You know, not getting an ounce of TV coverage and finishing tied yeah. ninth. So yeah, that that sound that sounds like Seth Straka. Uh, Sparger's top ten was Kiz. Long shot to top ten, and God, I told him. Did we I not said, tell him the I odds said, rule? I said, well, it's he is a hundred to one. He is a hundred to one. And I said, Kiz isn't too much of a long shot. Um, at top t- at a hundred to one, but I mean a top ten would be nice for Kiz. It would uh, be. It would be you know good for OWGR. It would be. It would definitely help with some money. Help him on, you know, the FedEx Cup. But I don't think that he's much of a long shot. I mean, he could yeah, be. He's I, in sleeper range. Definitely. Yeah, he's in range. sleeper range. I don't like, think he's long shot. Long it needs to be. It needs to be like, oh yeah, that guy. Like, I remember him. Yeah, he should be. And I mean, I it's think tough. That Danny it's Willing very was tough even pushing to... it for a for a long shot. Even though I mean, one seventy to one. Um, I agree. Not... I. I don't think his kids is long shots to top ten, but it's very, it's very tough to, like, where's the line between who is and who isn't a long shot to top ten is so fine. How about Joaquin Neiman? Would he satisfy a long shot to top ten? Because no. I feel like I would give kids better odds than Joaquin Neiman, and Joaquin Neiman's at seventy five to one. Kids is at a hundred to one. Mark Leishman is 75 to 1. Joaquin Neiman is 75 to 1. Why are they at the same odds? Why do they have the same odds as Kevin Streelman, who's played well? Like, this is this is almost when it's like, what? It's just what website do you pick to look at the odds? Because mm-hmm. if it were me making it, I feel like Kevin Streelman's extremely undervalued at 75 to 1, or maybe Joaquin Neiman's overvalued. Um,. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm making the pick right now, then like yeah, give me Leishman and Streelman, and why would I even think about taking like Billy Horschel or someone else that's at seventy five to one 
that just I haven't seen them play. Period. I know that Billy Horschel played like last week, but well, Mark Leishman also missed the cut last week and shot five over. So yeah, but Mark Leishman also had like the best track record at the Memorial out of anyone, mm-hmm. or second best, or something like that. Um, so I like the I like the kids pick. I mean, I like Sum it too. Up. I like the kids pick to to top ten. I think that he could definitely. I think he could do top it. ten. It's a yeah. it, the question it, of whether he's a long shot is a different question, but the answer is yes. Yes, pick. I agree. I hope it. I hope Sparkers, it works. Sparkers was scared he was going to get roasted. And I don't think that his I don't think that any of the picks have been roasted too hard. Um, I mean, we still got the fade to come. So the fade. Well, well let's hear what the uh, the well, the random number generator has picked. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Yep. So so again, we'll check it. We'll check it. Uh, I don't know. I did not think for a second about Mackenzie Hughes when I was making my picks. I don't think no. you did either. I did uh, not. Uh, maybe I should have. Maybe okay. the computer knows. So right. last my fade. Yeah. Okay, so um, I feel like I feel like we I probably have the same fade as you or Sparkers. Just a hunch. My fade is Justin Thomas. Okay. I think that he played in emo. He gave it an emotional. That last week took an emotional toll on him. Okay. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna. It's tough. I don't think he's gonna play well. I think he's gonna make the cut. Which I know isn't, like, I'm not going to get any points, right, for fading a guy if he makes the cut. Like, I don't get any points in, like, our book with mm-hmm. our, like, point system. I think I could see him making the cut. You just don't think he's going to play I don't think he's going to play well. Think he's well, play well. Yeah. I mean, I get I'm it. I'm also I fading, understand. it's more I'm fading his odds, too. 10 to 1, and he's not, I don't know. 10 to 1, and he finished second at the same course yesterday, and he's second in the world. Is he, He's not second. Yeah, he is now. You sure? Yeah. No, he's not. He's third. He is third. Who's second? John Rahm still is. But um, I thought he moved up. He didn't. He didn't drive the ball particularly well last week, as I said. As I said, and I. I know the rough's gonna be a little bit taller. The greens are gonna be a little bit faster. It's gonna be that much more to, harder to control the ball. I mean, I'm fading the odds, not the player here. For what we've from what we saw last week, I don't think that it elicits it's ten to one it. odds. Big elicit guy today, eliciting. How many times did I say that? I think that's three. Is that three? Shit. Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes the words just speak to me. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. No. I th- I think that Justin. I don't think that Justin Thomas is going to win this week. Uh. But I can see him contending. I think that he's going to be. Up there, I mean, I think Rory's going to win. I mean, but last week was supposed to be a warm-up, and that definitely took it out of him. That definitely drained him. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that, there's no doubt that he was he was drained after that. Whenever you, I feel like he, I know that he acknowledged it on Instagram. You saw, like, his, like, comment to, like, Colin Morikawa and, like, how, like, great duel. Yeah, like, yeah, we're gonna, yeah. like, when you acknowledge it like that, like, you are acknowledging that, like, You've just, like, worked, you've, you're, I mean, he's being, like, a good sportsman, but he's, he is acknowledging that he is spent. Like, he is, he has worked really hard, and, I mean, guys like Rory and Tiger didn't have to do anything last week. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I understand that. Um, my fade is Deej. Okay. Uh, what are his odds? Aren't they 17? 17 to 1. Okay. Uh, I just... I just don't. I just don't think he's gonna play well. I don't. I, I, yeah, don't, I don't know what it is, but you know. <laughs> he's, just, 
he's just not. I feel like there's a certain like, like we said, a certain tidiness that it takes to win around here. He and I know. and I feel like DJ is not very tidy. Also, I when we I was looking earlier at um, maybe it was something I saw on Instagram, but it was some graphic about the the past winners on the PGA Tour and where they ranked off like statistically. And DJ was like in all the other in all the other tournaments, the winner was like completely exceptional at like three or four things and I'm not saying that DJ didn't play well when he won the Travelers but he did not play statistically as well as all the other winners played so I think that even like even though he won I don't think that he's playing his best golf and also I think that he's like you know like he's a little bit lazy now it's like oh yeah i won after quarantine like i'm i'm good like i got i i still got my money i got everything. i got nine more months until i need yeah. to win again yeah one thing i will say about dj i know i'm not like kind of like rebuttaling someone's sleeper pick or um or win pick but i would not want to put my money on dj i don't trust him with my money like you saw how he had Who a do big you trust with the, your money i don't trust anyone with my money but I don't trust DJ more than most people because did you see how he kind of squandered his lead at the Travelers and then he won by like one? I just, I don't think, like you said, I don't think he has the, that certain charisma. I said earlier, I know, using big words, but I don't think he has the charisma to win at this place like some of the past winners do. So yes, I, I like it. I like it. Thank you. Um... Do you oh yes, the, the uh, random number generator has faded. Patrick Reed, um, mm. I actually love that fade. I love it so much because everyone always says at Jack's place you've got to work the ball left to right, and we all know like Patrick Reed is is got. I don't even know if he does that helicopter fade anymore, but I know that he likes to draw. He's a prominent drawer of the ball. I don't think that it. I don't think that it sets up to his eye that well um and i know that he's a lower ball flight player and with the speed of the greens and how hard they are i genuinely don't think that this course suits him um one thing i will say about him is what is he the uh let me check i probably should he is the eighth best player in the world i got it and his form is okay and he has 50 to 1 odds I think that's incredible. I mean, I hate Patrick Reed just as much as the next guy, but that's pretty... I, I think that's a little disrespectful. His form's all right. Tied 39, miscut. Tied 24, miscut. Tied 7, tied 15, and first. If anyone, if anyone else had been playing like that and wasn't named Patrick Reed and hadn't been going through some of the stuff he'd been going through, his odds wouldn't be that bad. I mean, he's the eighth best player in the world. He's a great... He's a world-class golfer. I mean... I think that his odds are that bad because I they, wouldn't, they I, know what I just said. Like, I don't think that this course fits him at all. And the thing is... Yeah, but is the best players Augusta, in the world can do... Augusta is also very hard and greens are fast. I mean, it definitely sets up more. It, it Augusta, you can play it either way, not necessarily only fading or drawing. But Augusta's greens are similar. I know he, I know he won there, but I don't know. I don't think that this course sets up for him. I, just I don't, don't either, but those odds are quite delicious. 
Oh, they're pretty tasty. 50 to 1 for the 8th best player in the world. That's yeah, all I'm saying. That's it. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd take it. Uh, okay, Sparkers fade. Sparkers fade, Victor Hovland. Um, okay. I would I love to hear what he had to say about this so one. I, yeah, no, I know that Victor Hovland, I'm sure you saw the thing, that he is ranked first shot strokes game, like, like, tee to green. Um, or it might be off the tee, it might be tee to green, I'm not entirely sure. But he's been first in whatever that strokes game category is for three weeks straight. And that's the first player in, like, a shotling era to do that. So... I mean, he's been striking the ball well. It's all a question of a putter. And what do you think? And so I'm not putting words in Sparky's mouth, but if I were thinking it, it's what's going to happen first? He's going to lose that off the tee, or he's going to get good at putting? And one of whichever one of those things happens decides if he wins or he just misses a cut and like shoots like eight over par. Because like he just has one of those things either can be fixed and he can play amazing. Or if he loses that strength off the and team, he will then he's yeah, then he's going to play terrible. Um, and I guess Sparkers is betting that he is going to lose the off the tee before he gets back to putting. And I actually agree because I don't think that you can. It's harder to maintain consistency off the tee than it is on the green. I mean, he's pretty consistent on the greens actually. So consistently bad. Yeah, consistently um, bad. And I like. And I like. Greens. I like the. I really like this fade. Basically, for the same reason I was saying about Patrick Reed, this guy has been on tour for about a year. I think that you need to be, I, I've kept on saying, I think you need to be very like professional and uh, Victor mature to win this event. And the guy's got 25 to 1 odds. Victor Hovland has better odds than Xander Shoffley and Brooks Kepka. He has the same odds as Tiger Woods. What do you think about that? Why were you acting like you whispered that? <laughs> Because that's supposed to be like from the crowd, like someone like rebuttaling. No, it's just it's no. Just I think stupid that, that oh, he yeah, has yeah. the same I, odds. Like I think he, he could a, play great, but those odds are way too good. Oh, I for, fade those odds all day. Yeah, all yeah. day. So um, I I agree. He probably saw that and was like, like, I've, like if Sparkers takes offense to this. I'm sorry, but he probably sees Victor Hovland and is like, that's not a very popular guy on tour. How are his odds that high? I'm going to fade him. I mean, it's because he's been playing really well recently, but it's and like... Yeah, he's the only guy who's made the cut in all five he's get... events since since the tour came back to play. I just don't think he will play well in this event. Yeah, and I agree. I agree with Sparkers on that one. Yep. Um, so, I guess, let's talk about uh, our final question for the day. Uh, from Our question from the Pines. Um, it is... What would be the most intriguing pairing on the PGA Tour? Yeah, we know that this is, you know, like, highest strength of field in the normal PGA Tour event ever. Um, and if you're picking from everyone on the planet, who would you pick to play in a threesome and you'd be able to watch, uh, like, on on CBSSports.com on your phone, of course, because you can't watch it on uh, Golf, Golf Channel, Channel or CBS. You want um, to go first? Yeah, my pick is... Um, Brooks, Bryson, and Patrick Reed. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, you need the Brooks and Bryson feud, and then just throw Patrick Reed in there, you know? Just because, see what happens. Because I want to see Brooks get mad at him, and Bryson get mad at him, too. I feel like none of those guys like each other, and I'd love to see them all play. I yeah. mean, it would be it would be a treat. So, I, I, I think that would be very fun to watch. Um, I, so I was, I'm kind of between two things, 
Brooks and Bryson have got to be in the group. Those are two that are like non-negotiable because mm-hmm. of their public beef. I would like to see what Brooks Kepka thinks about Jordan Speed because he's a bit of a whiny bitch, and I feel like Brooks wouldn't put up with that. But I'm not going to take that. I am actually going to take Brooks, Bryson, and Phil Mickelson. Because I feel like Phil is a good combination between the, like, science-y, like, Bryson, like, tries to, you know, manipulate the game, and then the Brooks, like, I really don't give a shit about, like, what you think. Like, he's, I feel like he's a good mixture between the two, and so he'd be able to, like, mediate and almost encourage them to fight with each other. That, that, is, that would that's be a good very one. entertaining. I will say... I think that I would love to see Brooks play with Jordan Spieth in a twosome. But I with like... With no fans so we could hear everything. Yeah. But I like your pick more of Phil more. I like I like him being able to be like kind of like the referee. You know? Yeah, yeah. He would, And I think that he'd be... He's well-respected on... He's well-respected on tour. And he would actually... He wouldn't... Like, Tiger would just ignore it if Tiger oh, was yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, Phil could... Phil could definitely get a little... You know, he could... You get a little dicey, you know, try and try and sauce them up. So, yeah, I don't... I like it. Yeah. All right, so that's it. Uh, that's it for, for today's podcast. We'll have this posted Thursday morning. Um, right now it's 8.31 Central Time. So we are... Or actually, we'll put it up tonight. But um, we are making these picks before the tournament starts, just so you all know when they're right. Just to be clear. So I don't know how to prove it to you, but... Yeah. That's all. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys after the memorial is over. Again, we will explain why we were so right. Yeah, see y'all.